welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, this live broadcast where I'm going to be talking about how uh, how one can um, how one can code use their software development skills to help Africa. And hello. Um, so I'm going to be talking today about how you can use your software developer skills to help Africa. Um, for those people who are software developers, um, I really think this is an important topic. I was talking to my cousin yesterday who is learning Linux currently, and we had uh, a long conversation about this topic. And so I thought maybe it's something that I would be that's worth bringing to um, the table today. So one thing that I've found is that a lot of people who learn how to code um, often do so with the intention of getting a job um, in America or in, in Europe or some place where they're essentially doing, they're essentially working for someone else. They're building some other company that is relevant, which is, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, trying to get some money, take care of your family, want a stable job, nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking it. But there may be some people who may, you know, uh, feel the, the the desire to um, help another community or help the um, indigenous communities um, around the world. And so I just wanted to take this time today, a little short period of time today, to give you some ideas about projects that are needed in indigenous communities, including Africa and various other uh, developing uh, de developing countries. Uh, not that Africa is a country, so don't think I'm stupid. <laughs> um, so let's just jump right into it. Um, the first project that, the project that I was talking to my cousin about yesterday was in um, voice translate, neuro-linguistic programming. Um, so is it, no, it's not neuro-linguistic program. Sorry, I'm not NLP. It's like a natural language processing. It's, it's still NLP, but a different uh, acronym. Um, natural language processing is the technology behind things like Alexa, um, Siri, and things of that nature, where they uh, take the voice uh, commands, they take voice commands and either translate it from speech to text, or it's basically a way that uh, computers are able to uh, understand and decode what people are saying. And I have talked to my cousin about this, and I, I really strongly believe that this is a project that needs someone to work on it, because currently uh, most of the natural language processing uh, software is built around European languages or English, which are not tonal in nature. So if you wanted to do maybe a simple you know, algorithmic change that will convert the um, information, the language, from, from a European language to a... Uh, you know, tonal language, which many developing or um, which many developing or um, indigenous uh, uh, languages are in tonal in nature, um, then it, it, you have to come through, you have to go through an entirely different, um, you have to create an entirely new algorithm. You have to create an entirely new way for the, for, for everything to process. And this is something that takes a lot of math and physics you know, the, you know, Fourier transforms and things of that nature, you're dealing with waves, you're dealing with things like that in, in the process of kind of creating, I mean, there's multiple ways to do natural language processing. I did do a little bit of research on it at, at, at one point in time. So I do know that it's not a, it's not, it's not an extremely easy task, but it's not an impossible task to learn something like that. It is some, it's, it's, there's some machine learning involved. There are easy ways, there are straightforward ways to do it. 
um, into, uh, for example, a very straightforward way to uh, program a computer to understand what you're saying is to just give it a dictionary of words and to just literally teach the computer, okay, this sound corresponds to this word, this sound corresponds to this word, this, this sound corresponds to this kind of sound, you know, a sound like a, a, a vowel or something like that, and then put together an algorithm that allows the computer to recognize that. But if you wanted to, for example, create a situation where um, you wanted the, it to be more accurate, you would need something a little bit more complicated and you would need to be able to, um, the, the algorithm would just become more complicated. So I'm not going to go into detail about that because this, this is a high level conversation about things, you, about projects that are needed in Africa. Another project, other projects that may be needed in Africa, um, cryptocurrency projects. I believe that's a, or in indigenous communities, the cryptocurrency projects. I believe that cryptocurrencies and these um, decentralized, uh, decentralized technologies, uh, blockchain. Blockchain is something that the the developed the developed world, uh, Western communities, whatever, however you want to refer to them, um, are are really getting bullish about. They're really, um, they're really going all in on trying to get people to work on these projects, both for financial institutions, but for many other ways. There are communities, there are uh, uh, Western communities that are a little bit slower. I, I feel like America, um, even though they haven't put on regulations on, on cryptocurrencies as much, they haven't put uh, restrictions on, on cryptocurrency development as, as such. They are also, they are, however, creating, they are, however, not really encouraging People to do cryptocurrency as much. They're also kind of telling people that cryptocurrency is uh, like gambling or pyramid scheme, which in many cases it is. So creating a a, a stable system in which cryptocurrency can flourish. Um, my personal belief is that cryptocurrency can flourish in a system that allows the exchange to happen organically and it's used as legal, it's used as currency between a community of people who choose to consistently in, in, uh, interact with one another using that method of financial um, tender. So I really believe that a cryptocurrency project uh, can be uh, transformative for, um, for indigenous communities. And I also believe that in order for a person to do something like that, um, it, takes, it, takes some, it takes some planning. I believe I believe it will take a team. It can't just be one person, um, but it can be one person if you if you decide that if, that you want to at the end of this project um, then bring on people to help you support the project. Um, you can literally build it yourself, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be that crazy. There's a lot of uh, there's software. There's um, ways to download. Uh, protocols and things of that nature, protocols and uh, and algorithms and, and code from the internet so that you know how to integrate uh, software developed, uh, so you, you know how to integrate cryptocurrency in whatever way. So, th so that's another, you know, technology that, that's another uh, coding project that can be, um, that can be transformative for develop for indigenous communities. Um, if a person wanted to bring, introduce blockchain into their community, my personal recommendation is that you create a marketplace for your community. Um, I really believe that that is the game, that will be the game changer. 
Um, if you are like, for example, how Akon is talking about integrating uh, cryptocurrency into a Senegalese community um, in Senegal, um, I think that's a beautiful idea. I hope he's successful. I, you know, I pray he's successful um, because I think he can definitely set the pace and set a um, and set a uh, 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 kind of an example for the rest of for other indigenous communities if this is successful. So I really, really hope that Akon can be successful with that. But if anyone else is interested in creating a indigenous marketplace, um, I mean, cryptocurrency or interested in having cryptocurrency organically integrate into an indigenous community, I highly recommend you create a marketplace for your community. Um, like create a fan base or people who are willing to exchange in, in that community amongst themselves. They necessarily don't need to have money, but they need, but they would need to have things of value that they would be willing to exchange for those currencies so if you're if you have a um if you have maybe a community of farmers or a community of uh miners miners is in people who mine for uh minerals um or artists or musicians or whatever um or people who are fans of those people who are mine who, who want to buy things from those people the only requirement would be that those people amongst themselves it could literally be a trade by barter situation but then with the added added uh, elements of the, the 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 financial the cryptocurrency that will be the, the the legal tender that will be accepted by all parties. So that is one potential um, other project that can be uh, you know adopted and 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 really will transform um, transform uh, Af uh, indigenous communities. Um, so there, there, are, there are others. Um, there are a, 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 a host of others. I, I'm, I'm kind of dealing with, I, I've so far uh, named a few that are more compl complicated projects. I hope that I can get into something that's a little bit simpler um, as I continue to go on. But another project uh, that I personally would love to see in indigenous communities is um, developing their own languages. Uh, I mean, software development languages, their own uh, operating systems. These are their own internet. These these are not things that are impossible to do, but it would require focus, diligence, and um, intention, intentionality among a group of people or a person or people who just really um, are really gung ho about transforming the world. Um, so I really believe that that these are things that, that are possible. So another so so that's another thing, like creating your own coding languages. Um, there 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 are possibilities in terms of coding languages. One can um, one can one can decide to uh, create a coding language that utilizes symbols or language elements that are for their particular community. So you do not need to use the English language to develop your own coding language. It's absolutely not necessary to use the English language to develop your own coding language. You don't need to use words like print and bar and char. And these are all these are all words that are associated with the English language that are tied into the English language that are rooted in the English language. If you wanted to create something that might be a little bit more user-friendly and, uh, and, and relevant and able to 
continue and uh, continue the legacy of your particular language and encourage and promote the use of your language on people's everyday lives. I would I would recommend that you 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 create a language a programming language that uses your elements of your particular um, native language your 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 indigenous language and you know attempt to 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 get people to adopt that language um, in whatever ways you 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 figure out how to do that. Um, so adopting so um, so coding. Uh, creating your own coding language, creating your own operating system. Um, because the reason I would say that is because right now, like the, the platforms we use, including the Instagram and YouTube that I'm using to make this video um, and other things, these platforms belong to someone. There is someone out there who has a computer who is who collects, who uh, put, who processes all the data that you are currently using to make videos, to um, to post your pictures, to tag your friends, and everything like that. They're collecting data. It's by default. It's just. It's not even like, oh, I wish they would just stop collecting my data. They have to collect your data in order for their platform to operate. So no matter what you do, if you sign up to use these people, you could probably do privacy settings so that other people that are not the company itself can't access your data, but at the end of the day, the company is going to have your data. They can't block themselves from, from access from having your data. It's necessary in order for them to process that data and use it to deliver the services that they're delivering to you through YouTube, through Facebook, through Instagram, and all things like that. So if a community of people, if a country, if an indigenous community were, did not want their information to, to, to be, to be, you know, to be utilized or um, or uh, possessed by a community that could be hostile to them, then the the, the, the they they that may, they might find the need to create their own software uh, software programs uh, operating systems things of that nature like they just it it just might be something that they would want to consider doing and look into doing so so that's another option. For um, for a soft for an African you know project that you, one can do to um, for an indigenous community. Um, other projects that I would recommend. Uh, there's a lot of things that can be done. I said operating system. I said software. I said coding languages. I said cryptocurrency. I said um, you know a, a neuro linguistic programming. And the other thing about neuro linguistic programming, not neuro, I keep saying that natural language processing. The other thing about that is that for one, if one were to create natural language processing uh, software algorithms that were that were um, that were responsive to tonal languages, um, if one were to create something that was responsive to tonal languages or recognize tonal languages or recognize the the, the nuances. And the you know the nuances and the small changes, variations, and things of that nature that happen when one is speaking in a tonal language, that could actually have not only implications but um, high-level benefits for other aspects of natural language processing. Just the field of natural language processing in and of itself would be transformed by the by the by that technology. So one could literally have to stand a chance of becoming 
you know, wealthy beyond imagine, imagination by being able to create and patent such a technology. So I highly, 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 highly recommend that anyone who is getting into this field should consider um, could, should consider pursuing the ability to create natural language processing, software, algorithms, whatever technology, just innovating natural language processing so that it can accommodate tonal languages. I believe that this is an extremely fruitful fruitful thing. And that if one were to patent a, a technology that was able to do that, one could stand a chance of being wealthy beyond their 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 imagination and having, you know, their 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 lineage, their children, their children's children all continue on in that pattern of never having to worry about money. Um so these are just a few uh the, those are like really like complicated projects that like it would probably take a lifetime to complete. So I, I'm not by any means um delusional or anything like that about like the, the speed or the ease of doing these things. Um, these are just things that I really believe that are, 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 would be helpful. And I'm not like confused about what, what it's going to take. I just think that they'll be really helpful. And if anyone is interested in doing something specifically for Africa, this specifically, that will be a game changer. Uh, these are some projects that they might be, that they, they might want to consider taking up. Um, but to talk about more easier projects that one can, can take on, I haven't thought really a lot about that. These are the projects that I kind of feel like are, are the most kind of like transformative. But if one were interested in creating things that are smaller, I've done videos about those before in my 101 African Business Ideas series. Um, I've talked about, um, I've talked about like, uh, um, sorry, I didn't mean to make that sound. Um, I've talked about things like, um, you know, creating a website that, uh, that, 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 allows people to sell a, a, a website for um, for uh, black um, black uh, photography so pictures of black people because a lot of times when you type into Google or any you know any uh, photo search engine and you try to look for black images images of black people in, in different uh, in different poses and, and for different purposes, you know, it's really hard to find good ones in like stock photo images. And it, in order for you to even find a place where they, that's, that's, that's access, that's uh, an option, you literally will have to go and pay for it somewhere. So creating it, creating a, you know, some free or something that is like easy to do, you can literally attach us your stock photo images, um, this, this website to a, a cryptocurrency that is, you know, that that people are able to um, to exchange with one another. Um, so there's a lot. There's a lot that can be that can be that can be done. Um, but if if you wanted to make money um, from creating a system like this, where people are exchanging something that is like, okay, well, I don't want people to have to pay for my service or whatever. You can find ways to make people pay for, like, if any website you create. Where people are exchanging things, it could be music, it could be images, it could be anything like that. If you make if you make yourself the um, middleman and make the the vehicle a cryptocurrency, that's a way, and you can take a percentage of 
the transaction fees, um, that's a way of making money from 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 assist from people who may not necessarily have that much money, but they can also stand to gain financially from being a part of that system. So, um, but if you just wanted if you just wanted to offer free uh, stock photo images of people African Americans, you could connect people, you could connect photographers to um, you could create connect photographers to people who are looking for black photography images of black people and potentially um, include uh, just ads or something like that. Let people, people like let companies um, uh, advertise on your platform, not just, you know, people who, oh yeah, come in, you know, give me 50, you know, give me, you know, 50, a hundred, $500 and I'll post your banner ad on the front page, but literally a system in which similar to uh, Facebook or Instagram, people can, you know, run ads on your platform and advertise to your community as well. And they'll be, and you'll be getting a, a consistent income from that if you want to use that to sustain your platform. So that's another thing that, that's another software development project process. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be for black stock photo, um, stock photo images of people of color. Um, that is one option, which, and a very good option. Uh, there's also stock video images that's possible, but you can also find other things like there's there's things that are unique to um, there are things that are unique to the uh, develop the two indigenous communities or people of color that you will not find if you leave it up to, uh, you know, white people to create a platform for us to uh, benefit from. So those types of things that there's there's uh, marketplaces that you can create potentially that can include a cryptocurrency or just something that people can exchange things um, in indigenous communities or communities of color. And at the end of the day, as they're exchanging things within that marketplace, um, you can, or marketplace or just community that they're just exchanging things, whether for free or for whatever, in whatever ways, you can also get ads. You can also get ad revenue. So you could either a create your own currency or, or create become a uh, become a um, a transact uh, become a transaction processor and collect a transaction fee, um, with or without it being based in cryptocurrency, it could be based in cash as well, or or the last uh, the other option, which is you're gonna have to find a way to court a uh, court a consistent um, advertisers for your platforms on your platform. To uh, advertise directly to, to to your to your audience um, regularly, so that you'll be consistently getting the income. But that but that would require you to do two things. Number one, make sure that you have a consistent flow of customers that are consistently coming to your website and making and and and, and purchasing and and um, interacting on your website, so that you have eyeballs on those ads um, and. And then you'll be able to show those metrics to the advertisers. And two, them be consistently doing something that is going to be courting those advertisers and letting them know that advertising on our platform is actually going to get you business. So, so it is advantageous for you. It behooves you to come and advertise with us. So that way you're consistently bringing in um, income for your, your, your personal um, projects, for your personal, um, for your software development projects. So those are just a few things, um, ways you can do that and make money and and help uh, indigenous communities. 
through software development. And uh, I guess if you have any more questions about that, feel free to DM me, send me a message, um, either comment on my YouTube video or DM on Instagram or a tweet on Twitter um, or any method that you can find me on the internet, which I'm like everywhere. So, um, and I'm pretty responsive if you're asking me a relevant question. Um, and yeah, so once again, I just want to let you know that we, that I am going to, um, I am currently selling, uh, my African comic book called You So African. That's spelled exactly like the words Y-O-U-S-O African, uh, dot com. Um, there's a comic book that I am currently in the pre-launch phase of, and I'm, I'm giving a 10% off, which a $10 off, which is a 60% discount, um, more than half slashing and more than half off the price, um, for the pre-launch period. So I really, it would really be helpful to me if you went to that website, purchased a copy and, um, purchased a copy. It's a great book. It's a car, it's a comic book about black, um, with black characters in it, family related family value stuff. Um, so it, I would highly like, I would really, it would really be helpful to me if you purchased a copy. Um, another way in which you could support this broadcast and other things like this that I'm doing for our community is go to patreon.com forward slash Wudo. That's Anderson Nancy, W-U-D-O, D-S and Dorothy O. Um, so N-W-U-D-O patreon.com forward slash nwdo um you will uh you if you become a patron and a supporter of this uh of uh you know wudo you will um receive a lot of perks including uh of op the option of monthly uh monthly uh subscriber boxes that will that are full of merch full of um you know different different things that we that i that i sell um Different, not that I generally sell, but for you, it will come regularly in, uh, in, in these boxes. And, you know, including the Uso African comic book, including t shirts that say great things like, um, you know, um, I'm not just, just with great quotes on them. I can't remember them off the top of my head right now. Um, but there'll be all kinds of merch in these boxes. You also get a newsletter that tell you exactly what we're up to with tips and advice about how you can participate and how you can be an active um, contributor to the African community. And I plan to do a lot more on social media, teaching people how to, um, to do, to, to, to be an active and um, an active contributor to, um, to the, to, to preservation of indigenous communities. So stay tuned keep continue to uh, tune in and watch and um, get more information about what we're doing. As always, blossom where you're planted. I will look forward to seeing you soon. Bye.